Yeah. Well, hey, our special guest is ourselves today. Woo! Yeah. We are um, special. We are special in more ways than one. In the right ways. In the- <laughs> <laughs> well, today is going to be kind of a mini episode. Um, it's not going to be our full length episode because these are some things um, that we kind of some, some tips that we want to provide and then hope that you will go and use those and maybe they can help your business grow. So we're going to take some time today to talk about five ways to really market your business in the community. And I think that there's a lot of people that are getting this right. Um, and so I've basically looked at the framework of people that I feel are marketing correctly within our community, both here locally and that I've been following online um, or that I've met that I think are doing marketing right and is yeah. it's being really effective. Um, so we're going to share kind of five tips today and hopefully that'll be able to help you in your business. Yeah. Um, do you want to start us out? What's one way you think um, people can, what's one, mm-hmm. one, one tip that people can use or one thing that people can use to market their business in the community that you've seen? Um, I think one way you can market yourself, your business and your community. Um, and I think I always get caught in saying like market yourself because I think that's like, yeah. One of the keys is like understanding that when you are marketing, you are marketing your, your business, but specifically like you're, you're not marketing necessarily like the, you're providing some like new advanced, unique service. Um, in some cases that may be the case, but I think for the most part, you are offering who you are like as a unique individual. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the service that you provide is often needed, but the reason that your community comes to you is because you're somebody that exists within that, uh, framework of community, right? They trust and they feel that they, um, they can count on for that service. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one way to market to your community is to just, um, be visible. So, you know, whether that's via social media or, uh, through events like being in person, um, showing up and talking about, you know, just the reason why you start, started the business, the reason why you started doing what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think just creating opportunities for visibility for yourself is one way you can market your business. Yeah. I think that's really good. Um, especially here where we're at, I go to a lot of, um, in-person networking events. Right. And I think using social media, um, on top of going to in-person events is only going to, um, really help build visibility for your business. So mm-hmm. yeah, those are some really good tips. I would say, um, another, another way to really market your business is to provide three times as much value before you ask for the sale. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've often found that, Usually when I'm in the room, when I'm talking to somebody that has reached a certain level or attained a certain goal Mm -hmm. um, within their business, it's because when you first meet them and every time that you interact with them, they're providing you value, whether it's on a personal level or on a business level, their their whole goal is to um, create that genuine relationship first. And oftentimes that happens through providing value. Value can come in through in the form of, Hey, how is this going to help move the needle in my business? 
How's this going to help me be a better mom? How's this going to help me in my marriage? Um, How is this going to help me as a better human? Mm -hmm. And so I think when you take the approach of providing three times as much value before you ask for the sale, um, that's just way more impactful. And I think the ROI on that is incredible because now since you've created that um, trust in that relationship that you've built on a really solid foundation, there's Mm -hmm. no hesitation when hesitation when it comes to um, looking at you as the go-to person in whatever your industry is, Um, whether that's you personally needing the service or whether it's you um, referring somebody out. So that would, that would be kind of one of my ways to, to really market your business. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks. Super important. (laughs) I feel like we get, uh, you, you get hit so, so often now with just the, you know, the kind of by now, mm-hmm. you know, and don't get me wrong, like a good call to action is absolutely necessary. Like yeah. you, you've got to get there eventually. But, um, yeah, like you said, those are key, key to like beginning and building a relationship. So right. totally agree. Um, let's see the next one. I think, um, for me and this kind of drives that, you know, kind of, our, our why, and you know, the reason behind Canon studios is, um, to sort of share your, share your life, your, your business's journey, your story, as Mm -hmm. we call it, um, and do it often and do it to like, it should be, it should be done so often that it just kind of like rolls off as like second nature. Like it Mm -hmm. shouldn't be, um, like it shouldn't, continue to be a a labor like it should eventually get to the point where when you are in normal conversations with someone like the story of how you got started just kind of like is able to come out naturally and flow into conversation and be um a part of that conversation because um you know ultimately it's a it's a great tool for for marketing one Mm -hmm. but it's also a great a great reminder for you as you're interacting with a potential customer or client that, you know, that that person is somebody who you are seeking to, to help and to serve and not just, you know, not just a paycheck, but there's somebody that, you know, has a a pain point that you have a specific skill set that you can, um, that you can address it with. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that that's taught in a lot of like sales strategies. So when you do have someone that's just wants to get to know you, Mm -hmm. um, and is willing to be like, even just a little bit vulnerable, they already have the sale. Yeah. Um, and it's doesn't even feel like it took that much effort because you've gotten to know them. Right. Um, and so just in going to, um, like these in-person networking events, um, there's a lot of people within the same industries that attend those events. Mm. And so for me, the person that I'm going to automatically think of in those specific, in those specific, um, saturated industries is going to be the person that I've connected with the most. Maybe I've had some conversations with and that I feel genuinely has my best interest and I don't mind referring them to somebody. If I don't feel like I can trust you, if you're always looking for a sale or always looking to get something out of somebody or always in, um, like Angela Albert calls it commission breath mode. Mm. That turns people away. Um, for the most part, some people don't mind. Um, but 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it can be okay if you're like, like if somebody is just looking for that specific thing and they bring that up and then you go into a sales pitch at that time, it probably isn't that big a deal, but it can be sort of exhausting to yeah. always be in sales mode for you and for, you know, potential customer. Yeah. Because they don't want to continue to have to say, you know, well, no, not right now, maybe later. Another, yeah. Like they don't want to like, that puts a stress on that, you know, that relationship, that connection. Right. And so it kind of, it, it dehumanizes both parties. And so now that person, you know, they, they're trying to avoid you and right. that's, you know, taxing it in itself because, you know, we, I think naturally we seek connection and we seek to be in community. Right. Um, and when we can't do that or when we have a, a, a tendency or a reflex to shy away from that, um, then that causes us to kind of like, you know, feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I don't think that's a, yeah, not a healthy environment for any type of uh, sale. Yeah, absolutely. So the next tip I'm going to say, um, this will be number four, is one that I'm going to steal slash borrow from Libby mm -hmm. with Crucial, Crucial Social, um, who's a fantastic social media strategist. And so, um, she, you know, just through having conversations, I see Libby every week, sometimes multiple times a week, and she's just a genius at what she does. Mm. And so she was saying that when she's having conversations with some of her clients are in a sales meeting she said oftentimes you know because with social media or with anything with marketing people are so they want to understand what is the roi on this specific piece of marketing there is no way you can say when i post this one post you are going to get fifteen hundred dollars like there's no way to do that right you may be able to forecast that with ads but with organic social like libby does mm -hmm. there's no true way to do that and so she said oftentimes i have to tell clients that your strategy for the first six months needs to be consistency mm -hmm. i was like damn that's good like mm. <laughs> yeah and so i think you know what i'm gonna say is one a way to market your business within the community is consistency yeah and so no matter what specific piece of marketing tactic that it is that you use, whether that's a podcast or video or blogging or social media or email, right. the consistency needs to be the strategy, especially when you're first starting out. And it sounds simple, but it's the hardest. Mm. Yeah. It is absolutely the hardest. You start out, you start a podcast or you start a video, like a video series. You're like, man, <laughs> this is so good. I'm going to have millions of people listening to this. And then month two, you're like, why did I get five downloads? <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it gets hard and it gets discouraging. But like you said, you have to go back to what is your why for even doing this? If your right. why is only for monetary gain, you need may need to reevaluate your why yeah. a just a little bit. I'm not saying that yeah. should be a part of it, but just a little bit. If yeah. that, if a hundred percent of your why is monetary gain, then when you aren't seeing that you're going to, it's going to be easy to throw in the towel. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be hard to be consistent for some, but um, yeah, I would say consistency is one way to market <laughs> your business, right? Going yeah. to the business clubs consistently, um, there's one, the Canton business club meets at 8 AM on a Wednesday morning. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people in that room that would much rather be sleeping, um, or doing something else, or there's so many other things you can do. Yeah. Right. And it may take a year before you see 
anything come out of that business group with the consistency of going and people seeing your face week to week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it's easy for me to relate consistency to something like going to the gym. I have not been consistent in the gym, but um, our friends uh, Mandy and Kevin with Twisted Cycle, right? I'm sure they would agree with me to say consistency is the biggest thing yeah. when it comes to fitness, um, right? So if someone is going and going, 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 they might be excited for the first month, but if they fall off for two months, mm-hmm. when they come back, it's going to be like they're starting completely over because they've lost that consistency. Now they have to build their bodies back up. Yeah. It's the same thing with marketing, you know? And so... Um, if you're not showing up wherever you're showing up consistently, people are going to feel that yeah. subconsciously. Um, and so that sometimes, you know, I understand life happens too. But um, if the reason why you're not consistent is because you don't want to get up or you don't want to do it, I think that's a poor excuse. Totally. Yeah. So like a- rant over. <laughs> <laughs> be like a, a bus schedule, like a public mm-hmm. transportation schedule just every single day. Yeah. So when you don't show up, people are like, wait, where'd they go? Right. Could you imagine that? That's actually probably a better analogy. What's that? A bus schedule. Thank God I have never had to ride public transportation, but I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. No, I was thinking about like the like school bus. Oh, and, school bus. Same yeah. thing. That's still public transportation. Yeah. I remember when I started to to drive to school in high school and like the, the dynamic for getting to school on time and like. All of that totally changed because school yeah. bus, it was like, you either get on the bus or you're walking. Like, yeah. My parents weren't like, you will drive you to school. They were like, yeah, you got, yeah. A, mile, you got a mile, kid. Like, good luck. <laughs> Dang. I no, I, so grow, when I, when I was in Texas, we always lived outside of the right school district. Mm-hmm. So I was always a car rider. And then when we moved up here to Georgia, um, when I started high school, my parents would drop me off. Yeah. Well, I played basketball too, so we have practice early in the morning. Yeah. The only time I rode the bus is when I would get in trouble and they would take my car away. Yeah. That's another story for another day. But <laughs> um yeah. so I didn't ride the bus that much and I knew me missing the bus was not an option. Like it came like damn near right to my house. So if mm-hmm. I missed the bus, I yeah. was gonna be in more trouble. They wouldn't yeah. have made me walk, but Yeah. Yeah, uh, my mom and dad were out of there. They were either uh, at work or at meetings, and so it was like, get up and go. It's like, just don't don't be caught at home when you shouldn't be. That's yeah, the only thing because then then there would be hell to pay. So yeah. Okay, like, what's the number one? What's the last one? Let's wrap the last it up. One? No, yeah. Okay. Um. So my last one is, it may come as a shock, but my last one is to be quiet and mm. listen. That's a marketing tactic. Hear what your target audience wants. Yeah. Um, Ask the questions that will reveal, you know, the things that are helpful to them. Look for Mm -hmm. advice from trusted advisors, wisdom from people that are ahead of you. Um, So, you know, the best marketing tactic sometimes is just to not say anything and to be quiet and to listen. Um, so that includes things like researching, um, that includes things like just, you know, not to be creepy, but like cyber stalking your like customer avatar and seeing mm-hmm. like, what are the things that they're buying or what are the things? Let's that, not call it cyber stalking. Let's call it researching. Yeah. We'll call it research. Cause you're getting a little weird when we'll you put say it, it was cyber stalking. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you okay. know, when you, when you start looking at the, like 
the analytics and stuff, sometimes it feels a little stalkerish. So you have to kind of remind yourself that the the point is that you want to you want to help that person. And you know what? I just I let it go because the more I talk about it, the worse it sounds. But yeah, uh, um, yeah. Listen and be quiet. That's that's my final final tip. All right. Hope that helps. It was getting a little creepy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Save the cyber stalking for your your uh customer avatar, not for uh your exes. So <laughs> that's where is this conversation going? It's nowhere, it's over. This is <laughs> this is where it ends. <laughs> it ended as soon as you said cyber stalking. Yeah. All right. So Jesus, they slammed the mess out of that door. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's wrap it up into our five things. So number one, be quiet. Okay. Number two, consistency. Yep. Consistently show up. Number three, what was it? Um, well, I think you had three and four, right? No. Okay. Let's start over. Yeah. Number one, listen. And be quiet. Yeah. Be quiet. Listen. Number two. Consistency. Number three. That was you. I had consistency. Yep. <laughs> uh, so number three was um Oh shoot. I don't remember what yours was. Oh Lord. All right. So we had consistency. Right? Mm-hmm. Consistently show up. Be quiet and listen to what your target audience wants. Um, damn, I just drew a blank. Well, I had uh, share your story early and often. And then the first one. Was, I had uh, provided provide three times as much value before asking for the sale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had the commission breadth and consistency back to back. So we actually did six. Oh, well, there you go. There's a freebie. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> so, yeah. Consistency. Be quiet and listen. Provide three times as much value before asking for the sale. Don't have commission breath. Don't have commission breath. Share your story. Early Share and your often. story early and often. Um, and then be visible. Be visible. All right. Well, we started out with five. You ended up with six. You're welcome. You are very welcome. Ooh, that was a time trying to remember what we talked about. (laughs) All right. Well, this is it, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, This is another episode of the Canon Studios podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We even have a LinkedIn for our buttoned-up professionals. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you say buttoned-up? But. Butt duck. I what said, does that mean? Buttoned up. Oh, you, yeah. Buttoned you, up You really truncated those syllables, so I couldn't hear the <sighs> NED. Sorry. This is why our episodes end up being like an hour, an right. hour long. All you butt duck professionals. <laughs> 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 Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Until next time. Bye. Bye.